Constellation. 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 Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. Hello, and welcome back once again to Inner Bloom Podcast. I am Alexa. This is another solo episode, Um, just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. And like I said, uh, starting in January, things will get back to normal, hopefully. Um, But today we are going to do uh, something different. So I lately have obviously I I recently had a baby and um you know it it has been miraculous it has been all inspiring it has been hard it has been incredible it's been all the things and while on one hand it absolutely makes me think about the incredible miracle that is life um on the other hand it really, really grounds you into the earth plane. Like it really makes you so present in the physicality of the world. And I feel like in a way I've almost been having like a crisis of faith. I Maybe that's not the right word for it. I don't know what else to call it, but it kind of reminds me, I think Ambie has talked on here before about kind of her biggest fear is that like, none of this is real, you know, like meaning kind of like that she just made it all up, that all this stuff that she's seeing and experiencing in terms of her intuition and in terms of the spirit world is just like in her head. And, um, you know, I think I've, I think I kind of get that now. I get that like fear that pops up every once in a while. You're kind of like, did I really see that? Or did I just tell myself I saw that, you know, especially when you've been grounded into the earth plane for so long and not really connected with your spirituality? Like, I haven't had time for meditation. I haven't had time for journaling. I haven't had time for hardly anything. Um, I have done a couple of TikTok lives, live readings. So I know my intuition is still on point. Actually, it's even more on point now, which is great. But it feels like when it comes to my own, my own life, my own personal development, my own spiritual path, I'm like just kind of not as, I feel disorganized with it. I feel disorganized. I feel like it's harder to hear for myself for some reason. And so anyway, 
I've just been thinking about this lately and feeling this way and kind of getting a little frustrated and sad about it because, you know, I, I relied on this, um, spiritual experience for so long to help me keep going, you know, to help me feel hope and to help me feel magical and all these things. And so I think I've kind of been a little down and, um, so then this morning I saw this, I guess I followed this near death account on TikTok that I forgot I followed. And this guy's story that came up on my feed, it just drew me in immediately. So I listened to it and it was such a beautiful story, such a beautiful reminder of these beings that we are and this experience that we come here to have. And at the end of the story, I just felt really renewed and blessed to be here in this body and blessed to have this earthly experience and also a renewed reminder, I would say, of what I believe is really going on here and the true miracle it is that we are incarnate here and more of a refresher of my enthusiasm for my spiritual connection. So I thought it would be nice um, that in the spirited season, um, especially because around this time of year, I know people can be really missing people and really grieving people, um, that it can, this story can be a reminder to us or maybe renewed hope for you too, that this life experience is not the end all be all. It's a a tiny fraction and, you know, that your loved ones are still there. They still exist. Um, I actually was talking to my mom the other day and, um, I was asking her to help me with something because she always lifts me up whenever I'm kind of lost. She always lifts me up just with her words. And uh, then I just started crying. And I think I also really needed to cry, by the way. But I just started sobbing because I was like, what am I going to do when I can't talk to you anymore? You know, what am I going to do when basically when you're not here one day? Like, I will not know what I will not know how to proceed. And it was so cute what she said. She was like, well, first of all, that's not going to happen for a long time. But second of all, you've assured me that we're going to continue talking, (laughs) which made me laugh because it reminded me of I'm sure at one point I was like, oh, don't worry, mom. Like, I've been working on my intuition and my mediumship so that when you're, you know, on another plane, we can still communicate. (laughs) And um Anyway, that's an aside. So um, I'm going to play this TikTok for you now. I think it is about like six minutes in total. Um, I guess we'll see. Uh, But then when we come back, we'll discuss. I was 19 years old and I had a medical condition of sorts where I was having very high blood pressure, very rapid heart rate, palpitations, things of that nature, and just general feelings of fatigue 
and dizziness and a general sense of being unwell. And after going to one of the best doctors in my area actually, doing every test you can imagine, nothing came back to be really conclusive. So I was just put on one medication after another because for whatever reason, one would work for a while and then it would stop working. And this process would continue over the course of five or six medications. And so they didn't know what to do. This doctor, they were possibly considering getting a specialist or something, but they couldn't actually determine the root of what was causing um, the high blood pressure or the very fast heart rate. So I um, just tried to live however I could, being in that miserable state. And uh, my mom being very religious of Russian Orthodoxy, it's kind of normal for her to travel to convents and monasteries for the purposes of getting away or for prayer or something of that nature. Because of my condition, she decided to take me along with her hundreds of miles away on the California-Oregon border in the hopes that I would get healed. She had people pray over me and things like that. So probably on the second or third day that I was there, it was about midday. I was feeling fatigued and worn out, so I had to go take a midday nap. And we had these tiny little rooms to ourselves. I went to go sleep in one of the rooms and just laying down, not even five minutes go by, not asleep at all, just uh, wide awake staring at the ceiling. I start feeling like I'm crawling out of my body. Like I start feeling just suddenly that I'm crawling out of my chest and I pull myself out. And when this is happening, I actually could hear my heartbeat and I could hear it slowly stopping until I heard the last beat. And approximately at that time, I just found myself on the ceiling staring down. When this was happening, it felt extremely real, extremely solid, extremely lucid, and fully conscious. And it was extremely confusing because I couldn't figure out who I was looking at. I literally didn't know that that was me. And it didn't even seem or feel abnormal to me that I was on the ceiling several feet in the air looking down. It just felt normal to me at that time for some reason. But I started to look around and I had my arms outstretched. They were light, but I could feel them and I could feel my legs too. I still felt like a body, but I noticed some very enhanced things. Like for example, I could see 360 degrees all around me. And it's not even necessarily eyes. It's like more like I'm beaming my whole being all around me. And I noticed that I could see through the walls. And there was a bunch of monks praying at the church next door. And I looked through the wall to them. And not only did I hear the monks pray, I felt everything they were feeling. I felt the deep emotion. Like I felt like that they were really trying to get in touch with God, like they were really, like truly, their heart was in the right place. Their intention was pure as to trying to see God in that meditative prayer state. And I just remember looking at that and feeling appreciative that they were so genuine. So I morphed kind of back into the ceiling and that's when it hit me that on the bed, that was me. The moment that realization came, I shot through the ceiling and felt a sensation that I will never forget. 
indescribable. I always like to use the analogy of it being like a roller coaster when you're going on that first drop, except kind of in reverse because this was upward. Vacuum cleaner just sucked up into the air, right through the wall, right through the ceiling, super fast. And I remember like almost trying to catch my breath, but I didn't need to breathe. I wasn't in a body, but I still felt like I was breathing kind of. I don't know, it's hard to explain. And so I find myself way up in the air. I mean, overlooking the Northwest, the Pacific Northwest, Northern California. I'm overlooking that entire region, probably several thousand feet in the air, more than that. And I noticed all these little wildfires everywhere. It looked so surreal. It looked so odd. Just everything had a, a simulation-like quality to it, but not at the same time. But my attention was then focused elsewhere, and I fully, like, sort of fused my consciousness to a city. And I'm 99% sure it was San Francisco, a place I'm familiar with. And I um, start projecting my consciousness, and it felt like tentacles or neurons that were just attaching everything. Like I could see, I could focus on one person, but then it would split off into hundreds of others. And I could feel everything they were feeling, everything they were doing, their whole being. I could sense what they were sensing and their anxiety and their pain and their joy and everything. And it was cohesive and oddly beautiful. And I uh, did this for a while. It kind of felt like I was doing it for quite a long time. Just moving about the city and feeling everyone's presence. And it felt like this organism. It had an organism-like quality to it. Like each person was an individual cell and they're part of this collective unit sort of sensation. And I went higher into space. And I'm very far above the whole Earth now. I could see it actually almost at a distance. And I see the Earth, and it's shimmering with this sparkling, crystalline sort of substance. And I remember thinking to myself that it was beautiful and alive, and that this rock that we call home is no rock at all, that this is a living, real sentient being and I could actually sense a sort of breathing sensation from this planet we call Earth. I could feel it actually. It looked like the sensation or the motion of breath. So I look a little closer more carefully and I noticed the breathing was labored. It was in distress. It was in discomfort and I wanted to associate whatever this crystalline sort of structure, it looked like some kind of weird mesh spider's web. I don't know how to explain it. It almost looked like it shouldn't be there, but yet it should. And it's good that it's there, but at the same time, it's not good. I don't know how to explain it. And it's a labored breathing that it's feeling. And I remember feeling kind of worried and un uneasy that that was what was happening. And I went further out in the space and I saw our Milky Way and it looked very similar to actually Hubble images, which is a bit odd because I know so many of those images are doctored and things of that nature. But it looked very similar, very bright colors, very beautiful, radiant galaxy full of light. 
and the universe as well, which is what I saw next. I um, subsequently ended up in the golden light. And this was an experience of indescribable proportions. I started noticing golden sparkles or being surrounded by these very, very bright golden sparkles. And I was eventually enveloped or infused in this cloud-like light. It was this ethereal light mist and it was humming, it was beautiful, it was like musical, it was singing, it was very real. It looked, it felt like home, it felt very familiar immediately, still having the sensation of a body. I actually kind of went upside down and I flowed this way, because remember I'm going backwards sort of, but my consciousness could see all around. But then as I see the golden light, I sort of flip forward to observe the light, and no sense of a body anymore. It completely dissipated and I became a form of consciousness. I remember distinctly I had a dark blue color, this radiant blue orb, very electrical, very alive. And it felt so pure to be in that condition. It felt so natural, so much more natural than being here. It was the most perfected kind of version of my character. At that moment, when I started facing the golden light, it felt like this existence on Earth was an absolute minuscule, tiny, irrelevant little speck. Like, just like you go in and you just like tap your toe in the water, that's it and it's done. You don't jump in the ocean and swim around for days and days. No. This life felt like you just take your tiny little toe there, you dip it, and it's done. Like that. Blink of an eye. Didn't care. Whatever that was, it felt like I was on Earth eons ago. Totally not relevant anymore. I felt this love from the light. I felt this love and I knew everything I'd ever done and everything that I ever will do for all of eternity I will be loved and cherished exactly the same way. It will not deviate one bit. It will not change one bit. It will stay the same now and forever. Doesn't matter what circumstances I'm in or what I've done. That love is so powerful. It was a waterfall of endless love. So it um basically directed me to another blue orb that I'm very familiar with. I couldn't put a name on the person, it just looked like a blue orb. And I knew this orb for eons, for timelessness, forever. It was like the closest family reunion. There's no time. It felt completely zero. It felt static. It felt like suspended animation. And I saw other orbs and there were many different colors. I saw yellow. I saw white, pink, blue, velvet, red. All these different colored souls floating around in total freedom. They were in greatest bliss and joy you could possibly imagine. It was such a fun place <laughs> to be. It was so playful. It was so childlike. It was so joyful. It was so absolutely natural to be there. Remember how I just discussed everything balanced out, everything broken down and canceled out? Sort of similar. I'm, I'm observing a wheel and this wheel is the earth, but it's actually all the events of the earth past, present, and future, all of them occurring simultaneously. And it looked like a film reel, sort of, 
However, a film reel, like 8mm film, would go in one direction and then the light would project that film onto a screen. This was not like that. There was no one direction. All of this was in every direction. There was no distinction between a future event, a past event, a current event. It was all fused and moment into this singular moment. But I could still differentiate between what I perceived to be the past and the future, right? I sort of like kind of projected my consciousness into certain events that I was looking at. And I remember very clearly seeing a lot of the ancient past that you would think of, like, definitely remember seeing chariots and Rome and Colosseums in the Roman Empire. Less in the past, like, for example, the British Isles, Ireland, and the kingdoms in those regions of the world and other places of the world with different, you know, ruling bodies and things of that nature. And I remember thinking, it's all this, like, just little blip of an existence and I'm looking at these rulers, and they think they're so important. Carl Sagan is my buddy because he accidentally said the same exact thing when he talked about the famous speech of the Pale Blue Dot, where all the kings and queens who think they're almighty, he's exactly right. He was spot on. That's exactly what I saw. They're like, oh, they're so important. Give me a break. <laughs> It felt like a joke. It's like, who are the kings and queens of our day? Is it presidents? No. It's Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Those are who we worship, really. I just remember seeing all these events play out on this wheel and no memory of the future. When I came back, I knew I know I remembered it then. And funny thing is, I've always been obsessed with trying to discover the future ever since then. After being shown this wheel of time, and this is why I keep thinking that it's always existed because that's the impression I was given or what I was seeing when observing this is that it's absolutely timeless. Its existence is eternal. So I then go back to the golden light and it speaks to me. Most near-death experiencers remember as clear as day what the light told them. It's like the most important part of their whole experience. I remember everything in absolute greatest detail of more than anything in my life, except for what the light told me and those future events. I remember it speaking to me very clearly. It wasn't like a voice, but it was at the same time. So, okay, people talk about telepathy. That's not quite correct. It's both a voice and not a voice at the same time, almost like a paradox, like everything is a paradox. It felt like that, as hard as that is to explain. And uh, it told me, basically, I don't remember the words, but I sensed that I couldn't stay. And I was really upset, really upset, and I really wanted to stay. And it started sending me back through all the realms again, and I saw everything in reverse of what I saw, like in a sequence, like almost like it was on purpose, and slamming back into my body. After slamming back into my body, I came to and took a very heavy breath, like gasping for air, like I didn't breathe for like 10 minutes. And it felt like somebody took a sledgehammer and hit me as hard as they could in the chest. The pain was extraordinarily bad. It was agonizing. I just kind of sat up on the bed, dizzy. I'm walking around. And the first thing I do 
as I look into a mirror. Why I do this, I'm not entirely sure. But I look into the mirror and I look pale as a ghost. I'm white. I have bags under my eyes. And I did get healed after this. Several days later, my blood pressure went back to normal. I had no heart palpitations. I had no medical issues, except for my lifelong asthma, but everything was fine. Everything was just fine. And I told my mom and brother who were there with me the experience, almost like the next day or the very day. And we even discussed it with one of the Orthodox priests later that night. So that's my experience, guys. I hope you like it. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Babyfoot. Babyfoot was originally created in Japan in 1997 as an easy and effective at-home treatment scientifically formulated with 16 natural extracts that exfoliate and moisturize at the same time while bringing the spa experience right into your home. Launched in the United States in 2012, Babyfoot quickly became a household name among foot exfoliant products. Babyfoot offers a selection of at-home foot care products that are quick and easy to use. Trusted internationally with over 25 million Babyfoot peels sold worldwide since 1997. That's 25 years. Babyfoot has seen great success in big box retailers, grocery stores, and natural food markets, health nutrition, fitness studios, boutiques, gift shops, spas, salons, online stores, and in the medical industry, aka sports medicine, oncologists, podiatrists, dermatologists, and plastic surgeons, making Babyfoot the leading and most trusted brand nationwide for the healthiest, smoothest feet. The most innovative total foot care package this gentle process leaves skin undamaged while removing the dead skin revealing the fresh healthy layer beneath like a baby's foot simple effective and effortless if you'd like to try out baby foot you can go to babyfoot.com and get 20% off your purchase when you use the code innerbloom20. That's I-N-N-E-R-B-L-O-O-M 20 in all caps, and you will get 20% off your purchase. Enjoy! Okay, so that was this man's beautiful story of his near-death experience, and I found this on a TikTok account called The Other Side NDE. Um, They actually post quite a few personal accounts of NDEs, and if you're someone who maybe like me when I was younger, I would get so upset because I didn't know if there was an afterlife and it would depress me and terrify me that like this was all there was um so you know if you ever feel like that definitely check out this website because there's lots of different accounts and they're all you know they're all in alignment with one another even though there's different details like they're all very in alignment with like what they come out of it feeling and realizing and I really loved a couple things about this one I loved how he talked about like looking at the earth and realizing like all the the kings and the rulers who think they're such a big deal and realizing like that that's they're no one and they're nothing (laughs) in the grand scheme of things it's like this perceived power that is here on this planet that really is nothing it is it is nothing in the comparison of the universe right it's not we take things and, and what i took from that is that we take things so seriously here you know, we, we think things matter when they, they really don't. And I think if you've ever done, um, 
hallucinogen hallucinogens like any if you've ever shroomed or done lsd acid um anything like that one of the reasons people like to do them one of the reasons i have experimented with them quite a few times is that i love the way that that makes me feel i love how it makes me realize how unimportant some of the things we think are important are and how essential some of the things we bypass are you know like it puts things much more in perspective of how I think we should be trying to look at things rather than the way that we make make it so serious all the time um when I think Abraham Hicks said it says it quite a few times if you listen to their content they always say there's nothing nothing that serious going on here nothing that serious going on here. And it's not to belittle our experience. It's just to say like, let's have fun, you know, have fun with this experience because it's kind of like a game. It's kind of like a video game. And that was the other thing when he said that your life experience is literally like dipping the tip of your pinky toe into the water, not jumping in, not going for a swim, not even putting the whole foot in the the tip of your pinky toe and the arc nine when we channel them they have said something similar in the past they've said it's like you just put your face down into a bath of water like and just like just to get it wet and you just come up and that's the life experience it's not jumping in it's not all these things this guy said it's just kind of getting a splash of water on your face. That is the life experience in the grand scheme of things. Um, and I loved also how he was talking about seeing this other orb that he was familiar with, um, that he knew he knew this energy, but he didn't know. It didn't have a name. It, it, he just knew that he knew it. It made, It was that feeling of, no matter how it looks in the afterlife, we do reconnect, you know, we do reconnect with the ones that we love. And, um, and also that this is the place where form is so important. This is the plane where that matters. But, you know, in, in the rest of the universe, that doesn't matter so much as energy. And I think that's why, we say here when we talk about like law of attraction or you know how the universe works it really is about your energy even though we put so much importance on looks and appearance it's like that is such a fraction of what actually matters you know i think about this a lot too recently where um on tiktok for example it's really annoying to me how you have to like decide which side of yourself you're going to present in every TikTok or just in your brand overall, because we're so multifaceted as humans. We are so complex. There is so much more to us than that single facet that we're expressing. And it makes me feel like just so reduced, you know what I mean? And I think that's why I have a hard time with it. But then I was thinking, okay, well, why, how is that different from real life? You know, when you interact with someone new in real life versus if someone comes across your TikTok, what is really the difference? And I was like, the difference is when I interact with someone, I'm bringing my full energy to them. We might talk about this. We might talk about that. We might, 
I'm bringing my energy forward, you know, and in your TikTok, it's like you're deciding which part of your energy, energy to bring forward. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but it's just, that's why in person, organic experience is so, can be so magical, or you can find yourself attracted to someone that you normally wouldn't, or you could be, someone could find you attractive that they normally wouldn't, you know, it's like, because the energy is what's attractive or unattractive. Um, and we get to present a more full, well-rounded scope of our energy in person and in organic experiences. Um, I liked how he talked about, um, you know, how he could feel that the earth was, or he could sense that the earth was breathing, that it was its own entity, that it was alive. And I think he described it as like labored breathing, like it was kind of struggling, which made him concerned. But I liked how he gave that zoomed out view that you know, the earth is an entity to itself, kind of similar to, it makes me think about the way that, like, I'm a human being, right? But on, contained within me and on me are per- microscopic, um, what do you call it, germs, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, what are they called? Like, little bacteria, things that are alive are on me living a very, very, very small life that I can't see, but it is a part of me, you know, they're living on me and in me. And I feel like that's the same for the earth. It's like the earth has all this amoeba and bacteria on it. You know, I don't mean to uh, be snarky when I say that, but I just mean that's kind of what we are to the earth and the earth is its own body and the earth is going through things too. It goes through sickness. It goes through uh, turmoil. It goes through destruction sometimes and it has to go through healing sometimes. So in total, I just felt like this is a really good reminder. It's a really good to hear experiences like this for me because it reminds me to have more fun with this life experience that I've chosen to try to do everything I can do while I'm here and to not take it so seriously that I limit the things that I can create and play with while I'm here. Cause I think for me, that's what always gets in my way. Um, the thinking it has to be perfect or I only have one shot or yada, yada. So, um, Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know this was a bit of a shorter episode, but I did want to give you an episode today. It is currently the day uh, before Christmas, so it is Christmas Eve, and um, me and my husband have been spending time with our baby, and we are uh, about to watch the Bills game, um, which is a huge thing for our family. It's football. If you guys don't know. And, um, and then tomorrow morning we're going to go over to my parents' house and we're going to do Christmas. And, um, it's been really, really beautiful to experience these holidays again through my baby's eyes. 
Um, and I'm sure it'll get even better with time. But I hope, and I know Ambrosia hopes that wherever you are, whatever you're doing, that you're enjoying it, that you're taking a break, that you're thinking about how you want to end this year and thinking about how you want to begin next year, because I know that's something I'm thinking about quite a bit. Um, We love and appreciate you all so much, so, so, so much. You give us something to create for, to work towards, and uh, we couldn't do it without your listenership and without your support. So thank you. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy everything. And whatever you celebrate, happy winter solstice. And until next time, keep on blooming. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to get in touch for a reading with Ambie, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast.com.